It was another ugly day of Cincinnati Reds baseball as the Reds lost their fifth straight game to the Pirates. But we will try and find some good in all that bad. And then we go to war by taking a look at the Reds leaders in wins above replacement for the 2022 season. Also, Hunter Green pitches today and we will look to see if he will be the man to end the skid against Pittsburgh. We've got all that today on Locked on Reds right now. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds. Thanks for making Locked On Reds your first listen of the day. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and we are free and available on all platforms. I'm your host, Stephen Offenbaker. Jeff Carr, he's still out. He's got most of this week off. Good for him. He needs a break. He deserves it. Uh, Jeff and I, we both have a passion for baseball and we have a passion for the Cincinnati Reds. Both of us have been podcasting about this team for almost five years apiece. We've taken our passion for this team and this sport and we have turned it into information for you. On today's podcast, we are going to look for a little bit of good in all of the bad games here at the end of the Reds 2022 baseball season. We're also going to be looking at war. Uh, that's wins above replacement. And we will take a look at what needs to happen in today's game for the Reds to finally take one from these pesky pirates. But let's start by finding a little bit of good in yesterday's 8-3 to three loss to the Buccos. Uh, this was their fifth straight loss to the Pirates. That's not good. But you know who was good, surprisingly, is Chase Anderson. Chase Anderson was good. And I know you're like, wait, what? But yeah, uh, since coming up to the Reds, he's gotten a little bit better each time he has made an appearance. Uh, you have to remember, the Reds didn't even sign him until August 25th. And this is after he was cut from the Rays organization. Uh, when he was pitching for the Rays, he spent most of his time... Uh, pitching for Tampa's minor leagues as a relief pitcher, not a starter, but the Reds signed him on August 27th. And then two days later, he's in the big league rotation. Uh, so, you know, they asked a lot of him and uh, yesterday he pitched four innings, allowed one earn run. He struck out five and here's the kicker. He didn't walk anybody. And, you know, he's another in a, a long list now of red starting pitchers that are really getting that walk rate cut down. And you love to see it uh, again. Five strikeouts, no walks. Uh, in fact, uh, what Chase told uh, reporter Jake Krause is that coming to the Reds has been like having a spring training in September. And I can kind of see how that is. Uh, he'd been pitching uh, as a relief pitcher, not working a lot. Uh, and then we we're asking him to be a starting pitcher. So he's having to stretch out his arm on the fly. We've done that to a couple guys now. Uh, and he is responding. Now, listen, let's not get what I'm saying wrong. Uh, he's not going to be around after this season. He's not going to be a member of this team unless the Reds think they can get some uh, useful innings from him, maybe in a bullpen role, which we will talk a little bit about coming up later in the show. But uh, I don't anticipate that Chase Anderson is a member of this team in 2023. Uh, some other good that came out of yesterday's loss was Aristides Aquino finally broke out of his slump just a little bit. The big guy went two for four with a home run. Uh, that home run gives him 10 home runs on the year. It brings his OPS plus up to 66. If that tells you anything about the season that he has had uh, so far this year, 
He's played in 77 games for the Reds. Now, to put that in perspective, this is the second most games that he's appeared in in a season in his career. Uh, we talk about uh, the Reds giving Aquino multiple chances. He's been given a big chance this season to show that he can finally put it together uh, with 77 games. That is a big sample size for him to demonstrate that he can figure it out. His slash line this year, uh, 201, 252, 369. And I don't think that's enough. I don't think that's enough to put him in the conversation to stick around uh, given uh, the totality of his work since he's been a Cincinnati Red. But uh, outfield is thin. The prospects might not be ready. So if Aquino can continue to play at a uh, slightly above league average level for these last 10 days of the season, uh, maybe it allows him to play his way into at least a look in spring training. I'm not sure. I don't know what you do with him because I don't necessarily understand the reds fascination with him uh outside of that awesome first month when he was called to the big leagues he's not really been good he's not been consistent except in that uh, he hasn't been able to hit with consistency uh he misses and swings and chases i go back though to eric davis and barry larkin calling him out publicly on a television broadcast and since then Aristides Aquino has been making changes. So maybe just maybe with an off season to work with some guys like Barry Larkin and Eric Davis with an off season for him to maybe be a little bit more receptive to the information being given to him. Maybe he can come in to spring training an improved player. I don't know. I think that it's definitely going to have to be a case of show me with Aristides Aquino. I'm not ready to say he's earned anything, but if the Reds were to give him a look, it probably would be his last chance to show he could stick in some role with this team in 2023. Another good moment from yesterday's game, TJ Friedel blasted his eighth home run of the season. Uh, that puts his OPS plus at 109. That's 9% above league average. TJ Friedel has absolutely played his way into the conversation for 2023 and beyond. I don't know if we're talking about him being a platoon player. I don't know if we're talking about him being a fourth outfielder, but I definitely anticipate that he is going to be a member of this ball club, the big league level for the entire 2023 baseball season. Uh, I think he's done enough slash line 249, 321, 459. That's earned him his right to be in the 2023 conversation. Uh, we'll spend a lot of time talking about TJ Friedel and a couple other guys this coming off season, because I know I have thoughts about it. I know that Jeff has thoughts about it and we're going to spend tons of time digging through those thoughts uh, this off season. As we look to see how the Reds front office reshapes this team uh, moving forward, uh, you know, see, there it is. There's some good things happening in all of the yuck that is the 2022 Major League Baseball season for these Cincinnati Reds. All right, coming up, we are going to go to war. We will talk about uh, not actually going to war. We're going to talk about wins above replacement. All right, yeah. But uh, I do want to talk to you about Bet Online first because Bet Online. Listen, they've got the Bengals as a three-and-a-half-point favorite Thursday night at home against the Miami Dolphins. I don't know exactly what to tell you to do with that game. I am wrestling with what to do with that game, whether to even go near that game. 
but I'll tell you what, if you want to figure out what games you should be betting and what games you should be watching, you can head to betonline.net right now because betonline.net, they are your number one source for all of your sports wagering information. They are your number one source for your football betting info this season. They are your number one source for all kinds of things like player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, podcasts. I'm having a hard time talking today, folks. Podcasts and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information. They have live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events including mlb mma boxing golf you name it they've got it you can head over to betonline.net and find information on all of that you can use your mobile device or your computer go to betonline.net right now to learn more because bet online is where the game starts all right coming up Tomorrow, we are going to take a look at how Hunter Green did in his start against the Pirates today. And I'll talk a little bit more about Hunter Green coming up here in just a minute. But first, we are going to take a look at war and the Reds leaders in war because it's kind of surprising when you look at it. The war, uh, as you know, stands for wins above replacements. And right now, three of the top five players in war for the Cincinnati Reds don't play for the team. And I think that says a whole lot about the makeup of this team right now. Uh, the Reds leader in war right now for the 2022 season with 3.1 wins above replacement is Luis Castillo. Uh, he hasn't pitched here in a while, folks. He is out there tearing it up in Seattle. By the way, congrats to Luis for signing a five-year, $108 million extension with the Seattle Mariners. Uh, I'm so happy for Luis Castillo. That's going to give him stability. Uh, it's going to give him the opportunity to, to stay uh, with a team that he's really embraced and has really embraced him back. In fact, he said that it has a uh, quite a family feel out there in Seattle. Uh, I think it says a lot about the Reds front office also, but again, that that's a topic for another day, but it is definitely good for Castillo. I'm very, very happy for him uh, nailing down that extension. Uh, the next guy on the list and a player that's actually still on this team is Jeff Carr's guy, Alexis Diaz. He has three wins above replacement. I think Diaz, you know, as I said yesterday, has shown us enough to be considered the stopper of this team. And heading into next season, he's going to be your ace number one A arm out of the bullpen. Now, what that means is the Reds are going to need to build the rest of that bullpen around him. Some of that will do itself naturally. We're going to get Lucas Sims back. I think he's going to be a valuable addition. You know, maybe they keep Luis Sessa around in the pin. Maybe Vlad Gutierrez is a bullpen guy for you. I'm not sure what they're going to do, but it's clear to me that the bullpen that they have now is definitely not going to be the bullpen they enter next season with. So uh, there's a lot of pressure on Nick Crow, I think, to go out there and build this team around Alexis Diaz so that you know Diaz can have some success and the team can have some success and actually hold on and win games because these starting pitchers these three big three rookies plus whoever fills out the fourth and fifth starter roles I think it's going to be a fairly good rotation I mean just with the big three rookies it's going to be a good rotation but you're going to need guys that can come in and pitch the sixth the seventh the eighth the ninth and hold on to those leads can keep the team in those games there's a lot of pressure to get this bullpen right in this offseason uh, as we continue to work in the youngsters as far as the position players go. So, Nick Craw, I'm talking to you. Get it done. Let's build a bullpen. 
third guy wins above replacement for the Reds this season is the one and only Nick Lodolo. He's third on the team in war with 2.5 wins above replacement. He's been the best starter that the Reds have had this season. He should be the opening day starter for 2023, and I'm ready to call it. He is the staff ace. Sorry, Hunter Green. If you want that title, you're going to need to go take it from Nick. And if that's how it goes, I will enjoy watching that little competition play out as Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo push each other every time through the rotation to be better. Uh, because you can tell by watching them together in the dugout. They're friends. They get along great. They spend a lot of time with each other. And I think that friendly competition of pushing one another, uh, you know, anything you can do, I can do better type moments is only going to make the Reds better. It's only going to make Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo better pitchers. And I think that's going to be very, very exciting to watch that little competition play out. Uh, I think that we have not seen the ceiling for Nick Lodolo. We've definitely not seen the ceiling for Hunter Green. Uh, all we know is that they're very, very, very good right now. They have electric arms and they're going to be uh, making major league hitters look bad for a long, long time wearing Cincinnati Reds uniforms. I'm very excited about that. Next on the list is another guy that's not here anymore. After Lodolo is Brandon Drury with 2.2 wins above replacement. Uh, Y'all know they traded Brandon Drury at the trade deadline, and I think the Reds hit a home run with that trade. They sent him out to San Diego. They traded Drury at the peak tip-top height of his value. They got great return. Because, you know, Drury went out to San Diego and he's not quite been the same. I think some of that is probably not playing so many games in Great American Ballpark. But Drury's hit eight home runs since going out to San Diego. Uh, I'm not sure San Diego feels like they got a bum deal. Uh, we'd have to talk to our Locked On Padres guys and, and find a little bit more out about that. But I think that the Reds got this one right. They traded him exactly when they should have. They got great return for him. Uh, but it does say a lot that at 2.2 wins above replacement, he still... Uh, fourth on the team in war right now. And uh, it just continues to show how much work needs to be done. And rounding out the top five, another guy that's not here anymore, and that's Tyler Malley. 2.1 wins above replacement, uh, sent him off to the Minnesota Twins. Reds got Spencer Steer in return in this deal, and I think the Reds win this deal in the long term. I think that Spencer Steer um, won't be leaving the big leagues. I think he's uh, you know in Cincinnati now, and he will stay in Cincinnati. Uh, having spoken with him, uh, several weeks ago, he's very driven. He's very motivated to find success. I think that he has a tremendous approach to how you know he works on his game. I think he's going to take what he has learned in Cincinnati uh, in September. He's going to apply that to his offseason workout, and I think he's going to come into Goodyear in February ready to make sure that he sticks on the big league roster. Uh, you know, the fact that so many traded players still lead the team in war shows that there's a lot of work to do for Nick Crawl this offseason to start winning some baseball games. And speaking of winning some baseball games, the Reds play the Pirates again today, and I'm going to tell you why they are going to win this game. We'll talk about that next. You can follow the podcast on all platforms, including YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, thank you very much. Click subscribe and click the bell so you get notified every time we post an episode or go live or put anything special up there. If you're in our audio feeds, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you have clicked the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter. You can follow me at S Offenbaker. Says it right there on the screen. You can also follow Jeff Carr. That's at Jeff Carr, Jeff with three Fs. 
and you can follow the show at Locked on Reds. All right, Hunter Green pitches today. Uh, Hunter Green beats the Pirates today. That's what I think. Hunter Green's last two starts came against the Brewers and the Cardinals. Green has struck out 19 batters, and he's only walked three in 11 innings of work. Uh, that's a pretty good strikeout-to-walk ratio. Those two teams have much better lineups than what the Pirates are going to be starting against him Today, I think that he's going to go out there and mow those guys down. Uh, Hunter is looking to finish strong. You know, he wants to take the success from the end of this season, roll it into his offseason as he works to come back even better next year. Uh, in his last seven starts, he struck out 53 batters while only walking 12. So he's only walking less than two batters per game. Uh, he'll beat that today. Here's my hot take of the day. Hunter Green is going to pitch seven innings. He's going to strike out 10 batters. He's only going to walk one guy. I think one will get away from him because that's just the nature of the beast. And the Reds, they are going to win the game. Now, I know that's not a big stretch to say that Hunter Green is going to be good, but I think that Hunter Green is going to be good. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned that I like the thought, the idea that Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo will continue to push each other to be better. Nick Lodolo has had some great starts uh, his last several times through. I think that that helps push Hunter Green. I think Hunter Green wants to go out today and have uh, a great start as well to continue to be in that conversation. So that's what we're looking for out of the Reds today with a Pittsburgh Pirates lineup that they should be able to dominate with Hunter Green on the mound. And, you know, it comes down to the hitters. You know, I think that... What we need to see from the hitters the rest of the way is just work ethic, finish strong. Uh, it'd be very easy for guys to kind of quit as this season grinds to a very, very, you know, sad and bitter end. Uh, you see it on some guys. Some guys are beat down. Uh, Jose Barrero, notably, you know, it looks like he can't wait for this season to be over, and I don't blame him. Uh, he has not had much success at all uh, as part of the Reds this year. It's got to be frustrating, and it's got to be frustrating to just go out and get beat as much as this team has gone out and been beat, especially beat by teams like Pittsburgh that everybody can agree was supposed to not be near as good as the Reds. You know, the injuries have added up. The the trades have added up. Uh, this is not the same team that entered the season. We know that. But this is still a very winnable game. This is a game the Reds should win. And I think they will. And I think that is going to be where I wrap up this edition of Locked on Reds. Coming up tomorrow, we will look at Hunter Green's start today and see exactly how he did and how much success he had and whether or not I was right with my prediction. Seven innings, 10 strikeouts, one walk. Let's see how close I am. Thanks for making Locked on Reds your first listen of the day. Now make the Locked on MLB podcast your second listen. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories from around the league. You can follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, enjoy watching the Pittsburgh Pirates Reds game today. I'll be watching it, and we will be right here tomorrow Locked on Reds, because we are locked on Reds every single day. We will see you tomorrow.